Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krupp. And good morning, everybody. Happy New Year to you all as we begin a new year broadcasting and a new year fighting for everything we believe is under assault and everything that's worth preserving. Oh yeah. 2023 is going to be a monumental year. You wait. It is. In a lot of ways. And I want to know this. What are your hopes and dreams for 2023? Politically now, of course, the show is political coffee. It's all about politics. It's all about how politics impacts your life and your world, our lives and our world, and how we can use the political issues of the day to change our world by having those persuasive conversations with persuadable people. How about this? Here's an issue that you might be able to use to have a persuasive conversation. Do you think that government should be able to literally shut your car off as you're driving down the road? A kill switch. You think government should be able to do that? Some government bureaucrat, or maybe an automated artificial intelligence system. You think that they should be able to do that? Well, guess what? Um, apparently, the infrastructure bill, you know, that Joe Biden and the Uniparty leader Mitch McConnell are going to celebrate in Kentucky near the trillion dollars of infrastructure. You know, that bill, in that bill, there's a provision that turns America into the police state. There's a provision in the bill it says all new vehicles must have kill switches in them. There's a website that former Georgia Congressman Bill or Bob Barr, rather, lawyer. The website Motorists. This is a Gateway Pundit article, by the way, and I'll have it up on the show plan today at KSLM.news. The Gateway Pundit story says the website Motorist says that Georgia Congressman, former Georgia Congressman Bob Barr, 
has found that buried within the Biden-McConnell infrastructure legislation, which passed in August of 2021, over a year ago, folks, the government will now have the power to shut off your vehicle if they determine you are partaking in any quote-unquote illegal activity. Now, just stop for a moment. I mean, what do you think the effect is going to be of, you know, the big omnibus bill that passed that gave the FBI, which we now know because of the Twitter files is extraordinarily corrupt in working through the back door to take away your First Amendment right. What do you think? I mean, do you trust the FBI? Do you trust any I mean, do you trust the Attorney General's office, the Department of Justice, which labeled parents standing up and objecting to critical race theory training curriculums in their school board meetings, labeling them domestic terrorists, working with the school board's association? Do you trust government? Do you, would you trust this government run by the politically correct, outrageously, politically correct transformative obama directed administration because it is still obama pulling the strings folks do you trust them with a new power to target anybody opposing the regime's agenda Hmm? in their ability to literally shut your vehicle off for any reason hidden away in the infrastructure bill is a measure that installs kill switches in every new car truck and suv sold in the country it won't be enforced for five years so is this new well not really it's the technology's been around for a while I mean, it's OnStar, right, has the ability to track you. Our phones have the ability to track you. Now the new iPhone 14, and to get in a car wreck, it has an accelerometer, and it automatically calls 911. Well, guess what? It's happening in other countries. I'll give you an example of that, but there's a couple of other things that I do want to talk about. I do want to know from you, by the way, and I mean this sincerely, what are your hopes for America, for politics, for our economy, for your family, for 2023. I'm not asking for New Year's resolutions. I'm asking what your hopes are, your wishes for the country. Hmm? I want to know what you are thinking about. By the way, there's some other news. Kate Brown has forgiven more than $1.8 million in court fines for 7,000 residents. These are driving offenses. And of course, it is because, quote, the press release, it removes the associated collateral burdens that disproportionately impacted low-income Oregonians and people of color from a state statute that has since been rewritten. 
So after the fact, just like Kate Brown releasing murderers and rapists, after Kate Brown has given clemency to Seventeen death row murderers, some of them heinous murderers, some of them still unrepentant, converting their death sentences to life in prison. Now she used it, and it's all of this was done, folks, with the excuse that it disproportionately impacts low-income Oregonians and people of color. So let me ask you this question. Does this reward bad behavior? Hmm? It is, quote unquote, these debt-based suspensions are due to the inability to pay. Much of these fees are three years or so past due and are considered uncollectible. Eighty-four percent of this quote-unquote debt is liquidated and classified as uncollectible by the Oregon Judicial Department. I wonder when they made that decision. Is that a politically correct decision? The inability to pay a traffic fine should not deprive a person of the ability to lawfully drive to work, school, health care appointments, or other locations to meet their daily needs, Kate Brown said. And that the, again, according to the Oregon Judicial Department, you know, run by that leftist Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum, that license suspension as a debt collection is ineffective as well. In the second year of non-payment collection rates dropped to 10%, and after three years, 4%. Well, you know what they do in other states? They impound their cars. You know, for drunk driving in New York City, do you know what happens to you? The first offense, your car is impounded. Now, doesn't this just say, you know, sort of like, decriminalizing you know small amounts of heroin and methamphetamine we know how well that has worked out in Oregon doesn't this just say the same thing as decriminalizing drugs hey it's okay so you get a ticket for let's say recklessly driving or maybe exceeding the speed limit in a school zone with kids present because you're not paying attention. Or maybe you're on your cell phone, which is illegal. This just says, doesn't it? Well, if you're a person of color or if you're low income, you can go ahead and violate the law. Because you have to understand, folks, that every one of these quote-unquote debts that Kate Brown has just forgiven is the result of a violation of the law. What message are you sending to everyone, but especially these groups 
What message are you sending? Well, it's okay to go break the law. It's all right. It's all right to, you know, be a homeless person that breaks windows and steals people's catalytic converters and all of that kind of thing. Or assaults people in coffee shops like we see from time to time. Because you're not going to get charged with a crime. Because you're high on small amounts of methamphetamine or heroin. In this case, isn't it the same? The message you're sending is, it's okay to break the law. Laws written for a reason, to keep people safe on the roads. It's okay to break the law. Because government's not going to enforce it, and you don't have to pay the fine, and nobody's going to do anything, and Kate Brown and the liberals will just suspend it. Suspend the suspension of your license. Get it? Some other things out there, we'll get to them a little bit later. I will continue on with this kill switch thing. By the way, the Trump tax returns were released. A big nothing burger showed he and Melania had negative income in four of the six years they released. A lot of that having to do with losing money during COVID. And an amazing thing in The Federalist, the Avatar movie, The Way of Water, that I saw, it is pro-family in the best of ways. It's a piece written by Jordan Boyd in The Federalist, and it is. You just got to sit through three hours and 20 minutes of a movie. Back in a moment at 6.20. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. That's right, friends. We are back. Great to have you with us. It's a happy new year. First show of the entire year of 2023 is right now, and it's your opportunity to call me and tell me what you think about the kill switch provision in the infrastructure bill that the uniparty leader, Mitch McConnell, you know, the so-called Republican leader, that in the infrastructure bill that he's gonna be celebrating with Joe Biden in Kentucky. You know, an example of, of what everybody wants, right? I mean, we want everybody to get along. Or do we? If you learn that this bill that rhino uniparty leader mitch mcconnell helped shepherd through the senate has a kill switch provision for all new vehicles that allows government to literally shut your car off as you're driving down the road how do you feel about that 503-589-1220 is a power buick gmc talk line what are your hopes and desires and dreams politically for America, for Oregon, for your county, for your city, for your school board. 
for 2023? What do you hope to see? What do you want to work to help make happen? That's what we're going to talk about today. 503-589-1220. Yes, there's other things like Kate Brown forgiving $1.8 million in traffic fines for people who are low income and people of color. Doesn't that sound just wonderful? Doesn't it? So compassionate. Let me ask you a question. If you don't hold your children accountable for breaking the family rules, what happens? Well, you know what happens. Is this any different? What's the message you send when you enforce the rules for some people, but not others? Hmm? Well, you know what message it sends because human beings are the same and always have been from the beginning of time. And we are just, we just do certain things. (laughs) It's not necessarily good, but it's what it is. Anyway, these are suggestions that I am making to you to have those persuasive conversations with people. By the way, for those of you who, uh, and, and I've got a great uh, email from Corby here, and I'm going to read it in a moment, but it's 503-589-1220 is the Power Buke GMC talk line. If you want to comment on any of this, would love to hear from you. 503-589-1220, emails to jeff, 1220.am, or jeff at kslm.news. Corby writes regarding the kill switch. Quote, the technology is already in the new vehicles. No one should be able to do that. Criminals can hack the system and just think if you or a loved one is driving down a county road, a country road, or really anywhere, and they stop your car and rob or worse, kill you. I guess that's why they call it a kill switch. Great point, Carby. Corby, think about that. Nothing that is online or in the cloud is secure. It's all hackable, folks. Everything. The most secure banking systems in the world are hackable. Criminals can hack into the system. Wouldn't it be interesting? And who's going to, you know, so, so, so let's say that somebody does hack in and someone is damaged. Who's responsible? Who's going to get sued? Hmm? Linda writes an email, says, oh my gosh, when you put them all together, the scariest words in the Oregon language is Fagan, Rosenblum, Kotek, and Brown working for a better Oregon. My hope in 2023 is that Republicans get a backbone, but hope is not a strategy. And you hear it way too often from politicians. She writes, P.S. Does the kill switch on your car really surprise you? No. People have been advocating actually for years, but now it's in the law. 
What do you think about that? You want government being able to shut your car off for any reason? When we come back, I will tell you about what's happened in other countries. And an even worse provision in the kill switch provision in the infrastructure bill. Even worse than just the kill switch. Yeah. You want to talk about a police state? You're not going to like this. And I'll tell you about it on the other side of the bottom of the hour break. But i got to remind you, I use CBD products from ProBioscience here in Salem because they work. They're non-drug products. It's all natural. You know I grew CBD. I sold my CBD oil to ProBioscience, and they made it into great products because they only use Oregon-grown products, and those are the highest quality because they're grown to the toughest standards there are. Because Oregon has the toughest standards for growing CBD hemp you can be assured that you're getting the highest quality of products you're not getting cheap stuff from mexico you're not getting cheap stuff laced with who knows what from china Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. And we are back. Great to have you with us. Happy New Year to you all of you just joining us. It's 23 minutes before the top of the hour. Here's what we're talking about today. Do you think government should be able to shut your car off driving down the road? In the new infrastructure bill, there's a provision that says government must install a kill switch in any new truck, SUV, car, you name it. What do you think about that? Do you think, I mean, I, there, believe me, the provisions in this thing, and I'm going to get to them in a second, will blow your mind. And it really does um, create a lot of questions in my mind. And these are questions, this is a subject that you could have a persuasive conversation with, with someone in your world. A state employee who shall never be named has just written me a great email, and I will share it with you, but... The number to call, because here's what I'm asking you also. Not only what you think about that issue, but what are your hopes and dreams and thoughts and plans and purposes for 2023 politically in Oregon, in the nation, maybe in the world? What are they? would love to hear them from you. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 
503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And I will read one from a state employee who shall never be named. But I got to remind you, um, you know, what was it? 33 degrees this morning on the farm. 503-580-1456 is the number to call for Freedom Heating and Air. Freedom Heating and Air can help you navigate and be comfortable during cold mornings like we have right now. If you're not warm in your home, or maybe you know your business is having trouble with its heating system right now, why don't you just give them a call? Freedom Heating and Air will come out and they'll fix it for you right away. They'll talk through with all of your options, how they can make it better for you and your family and your customers. They have these really great discounts for veterans, for senior citizens. Freedom Heating and Air. Check them out on the web at freedomheatingandair.net. That's all one word. Freedomheatingandair.net. 503-580-1456. This state employee should never be named. says, this person's hope for the new year is this. President Trump often declared we, as a nation, would get tired of winning things have changed and all that we seem to experience now is losing losing in elections losing with conservative candidates and close races losing in the courts losing in the halls of congress my hope for the new year is that we get tired of losing (laughs) that's great you're right sadly you're right i hope we get tired of losing also Uh, Kim wrote me an email, and thank you, Kim. Uh, this is not a particularly great thing, but the uh, this is Infowars story. Uh, FDIC bankers are discussing bail-ins to deal with the impending market collapse, bank runs. Oops, a. Wall Street financial commentator, Wall Street Silver, says the bankers don't trust the banks. Oh, jeez. Yeah, FDIC officials recently discussed how to deal with the next approaching market collapse and hide alarming data from depositors to prevent bank runs. That's from a video of the FDIC's Systemic Resolution Advisory Committee held on November of this last year. Discussing how the next market crash could occur and what steps would be needed to take to ensure that not everybody tries pulling their money out of the financial system at the same time. Just thought I'd share that with you. You know, maybe that's a good reason for you to um, go see our friends at Accurate Precious Metals. Hmm? Could be. By the way, Elon Musk is teasing the release of bombshell Twitter files on guess who? Dr. Fauci. And he says, one thing is for sure, it won't be boring. Oh. And there's an article here in the, um, sadly, in in the... um, Liberty Daily, conservative talk show host Dory Monson 
out of Seattle, folks, longtime conservative, died suddenly on New Year's Eve. And guess what? He had an adverse reaction to the COVID vaccine following the second dose. Now, I think it was um, Tim who sent me this story about a German study. Somebody did. I'll find it. That provides direct evidence showing people died from COVID NRNA vaccinations. It's a German peer-reviewed study of the autopsy of 25 people who died suddenly. Reports of otherwise healthy people suddenly collapsing and dying need to be investigated is the article. But the very agency's responsibility for such a task are the least interested. Just the opposite. They don't want you to know. And worse though, they don't want people to know. Medical pathologists from Heidelberg University Hospital in Heidelberg, Germany have published direct evidence showing how people found dead after mRNA vaccine died. Get this. As this team of six scientists explore in their study, these mRNA vaccinated patients, all 25 of them, suffered from heart damage because their hearts were attacked by their own immune cells. This autoimmune attack on their own heart cells then leads to their damaged hearts beating so many times per second once the tachycardia unexpectedly started, they died in minutes. And the Democrats, and unfortunately, even Donald Trump, are still pushing this poison on us. Now, the Democrats are pushing it on kids. Trump is not. Trump still believes, and I disagree with him, and I bet you do too, about the mRNA vaccines. It's saving millions of lives. It did not. It's probably cost millions of lives. I disagree with him on that. But he does say one thing. It has to be never for children. He said that recently in an interview with my buddy Wayne Allen Root. And Wayne Allen Root is like me. He passionately disagrees with Trump on this issue. But Trump does say Anybody who wants a vaccine should be able to get it, but it needs to be your choice. That's called liberty. And he says never for children. So Trump is wrong in that this saved millions of lives. That's okay. He's right on most other things. But he does say it should be totally voluntary. If you want it, you should be able to get it. If you don't want it, you shouldn't be forced to get it especially for members of the military. And we should never force it on children. Now, Big Brother, the kill switch bill, which is the infrastructure bill that McConnell and Biden together are going to be in Kentucky saying how wonderful it is. In this bill is the ability of government, in fact, the requirement that all new vehicles within five years have to have kill switches on them. Now, this leads to a lot of questions. For instance, they already have this in New Zealand. Get this, in September in New Zealand, a car got pulled over by the cops. The occupants were arrested when the cops discovered the trunk was full of Kentucky fried chicken meals. You see, these folks were smuggling the fast food to customers in locked down 
Auckland against the quarantine measures. Not too long before that, delivering restaurant orders to people was considered a reputable legal activity. These people were arrested because they were delivering fast food to people who were locked down in a city. Now, if that can happen there, do you think it could happen here? Bill Barr points out, or Bob Barr, not Bill Barr, Bob Barr, former Georgia congressman and lawyer, that this law has even worse provisions. You see, the language of the law says it must, these safety devices, kill switches, must passively monitor the performance of a driver of a motor vehicle to accurately identify whether the driver may be impaired. That's quote unquote, that's in the law. So in other words, the Gateway Pundit story says, Big Brother will constantly be monitoring how you drive. If you do something that has been programmed to recognize as driver impairment, your car could just shut off, which would be incredibly dangerous. There's more on this and I'll get to it on the other side. Just imagine, what if you're just tired? You know, have you ever been driving down the road and kind of fall asleep back in a moment Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Last segment for today on the first broadcast show of Political Coffee for the year of 2023. What are your hopes politically and dreams for Oregon, for the country, for yourself? your school board, your county commission, your city. I'd love to hear from you what they are. You can email them or you can call me, 503-589-1220 is a power of Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. Oh, there's more about the kill switch provision in the infrastructure bill. And you ain't going to like it. Yes, I'm improperly using the word ain't. You ain't gonna like it. Just so much for your Fourth Amendment right. For illegal search and seizure. On a happy note, though, I do want to say that if you uh, are looking for a contractor that you can trust to come into your home and do a really great remodel project for you, especially in a kitchen, you should talk to Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Check out his website and you'll see what I mean. Righteousrenovations.com. It's quality over quantity. That's his philosophy. And the great before and after pictures of some of his projects and the customer testimonials ought to convince you. He's the guy you should hire. 503-58, excuse me. <laughs> Just just go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. So the bill 
says that these new kill switch systems also must accurately, must passively monitor our performance as a driver of motor vehicle to accurately identify whether we're impaired. So government's going to be, Big Brother's constantly going to be monitoring how you drive. And if you did something the system has been pre-programmed to recognize as driver impairment, your car's just going to shut off, which could be incredibly dangerous. So let's just say you're just driving tired and you start to fall asleep. Maybe you do it a couple of times driving down the freeway. Guess what? The kill switch program shuts your car off. It's also a back door. Back door for police or other government agencies to access it whenever they want. Would they need a warrant to do that? Probably not. What about hackers? To sum this article up, folks, this provision, the Gateway Pundit article says this, and Tim, hang on, I'll get to you in just a second. It says, to sum this up, your liberty to operate a new vehicle by August of 2026 will be subject to some sort of algorithm designed by guess who? Joe Biden's regime. Your car could shut down at any time of day, potentially endangering lives, including your own. Just imagine driving 60 miles an hour down a fairly busy highway and then suddenly stopping in the middle of nowhere. On top of this, your Fourth Amendment rights will dissipate completely. The cops will have the legal authority to loot your automobile until they discover something they can lock you up for. Police officers often abuse authority so they can rack up arrests. Let's take that a little bit further. Do you think that the DOJ would use this data against you if, say, they didn't like the fact that you were driving to your state capitol to protest, you know, like we did at Timber Unity? You know, all those log trucks circling the capitals to protest the carbon trading bill? What if the police officer, maybe the U.S. Department of Justice would use this data like they do your cell phone data? Maybe the FBI, you know, they're these wonderfully patriotic people who are never corrupt, right? Could use that data to persecute you. You know, like all those January Sixers that are still in prison two years later, or soon to be two years later. Folks, you better hope that all of this stuff gets brought forward by House Republicans. And that's going to depend on who is their leader. Tomorrow's the big day. Kevin McCarthy is really iffy if he's going to be the leader at this point. Really iffy. In fact, a new congresswoman, a Trump staffer, got elected in Texas. She got a call, she says, that she was threatened by a female House Republican member if she didn't vote for McCarthy. Do you trust Kevin McCarthy to dive into things like this, your Fourth Amendment right, dissipating completely because of the kill switch program? I don't. They need to get any concessions from McCarthy. Those holdouts, and there are nine of them that sent him a letter, 
We need to get it in writing. Let's go to Tim. Tim, good morning. What's your thoughts on this? One of the things I wanted to tell you is you made a comment about the uh, message you send. Probably the single most important thing I've heard in politics, I think forever, here's the reason for that. You have to ask yourself, what is the message you're sending if you're taking action, and more importantly, if you're not? For example, an article in the Statesman said unaffiliated voters shunned GOP because their only solution was to vote a Republican. You have to ask yourself, what is your message? Because they will react to your message, not your position. You're right. They'll react to your message rather than your position. That's a great point. Tim, thank you for making it. It really is true. They will react to your message, not your position. How true. Let this be a lesson to each of you that really take to heart what I'm trying to to do with this radio show, and that's help talk about the political issues every day in a way that helps you change your world. By doing just that, delivering a message to a persuadable person based on not so much your position, but what the message is. That's why I tried to emotionalize these things. That's why I started off by saying, ask someone in your world that's persuadable this question. How do you feel about government being able to shut your car off as you're driving down the road for any reason? How do you feel about that? Did you know that that's in the new infrastructure bill passed last year? That by 2026, all new vehicles in America have to have kill switches? Do you trust that hackers wouldn't get into it? Do you trust that government, police, the authorities would be able to access it without a search warrant? What does it mean for your Fourth Amendment right? It's the message. Is that right? Is this good? I hope you found this interesting and I hope you have conversations. By the way, do read the Avatar movie piece. That movie really, if you can get past James Cameron's anti-marine war message and environmental, it's really about family. It's a good movie. See you tomorrow, folks. Happy New Year.